Okay. Student Radio Astrid. Hello, listeners. After a brief hiatus, we're back in business. Today, Florian Bohr is going to take us on a trip with Crossroads Episode 4, An Unexpected Turn of Events. Enjoy the show. Just a little note at the beginning. For this episode, I had some additional audio material, um, which isn't Spanish. Now, as in the other episodes, I wanted to have as little commentary as possible, which also means I didn't want to translate everything that is said in Spanish. Now, I made it in such a way that even if you don't understand Spanish, you're still going to get the entire episode and the entire story. So just see these little parts um, these audio clips more as a background atmosphere than additional information. That's it. When you're going on a long trip, you have to expect that something bad might happen to you at some point. There's always a risk that comes with traveling that is simply part of the adventure. At times, things go wrong and often when you least expect it. But then, sometimes when you're at your lowest, when it seems like nothing could make the situation better, life surprises you yet again. And suddenly that terrible incident that seemed to be the low point of your trip turns into something truly amazing. I'm Florian Bohr. This is Crossroads, and in this fourth and last episode, we hear a story of how one traveler's misery led him to fame, through an entirely unexpected turn of events. Should I start? Yeah, but I, I'll take the, I'll take the thing. Yeah. All right, yeah. so now we can start. Okay, Perfect. so I'm uh, Stephen Welty, I'm a bike tourist, and I want to drive uh, through whole South America with my bicycle. Yeah, I want to see uh, the nice uh, landscapes from South America and I think with, with my bike it's the best way to travel. Before I biked in whole Europe, I went um, in six months 8,000 kilometers from, from, from Switzerland, Zurich, up uh, through whole Germany, then um, Holland, um, Belgium, and then to Spain, and then Portugal, and then up from Spain up again to my house. So I get a little bit addicted to to this tra- um, to this um, traveling with with my bike, and I I decided to go to South America and make the whole South American part, and perhaps I want to go to Alaska. I started in Puerto Montt, and now I'm in the middle in Bolivia. Um, since four months I'm driving and I now I, I, I want to go to Colombia and in Colombia I decide that if I go further on mm-hmm. perhaps I have to work because it's a thing about the money too when you are a long time away you spend a lot of money yeah but with the bike you don't spend so so much money like because I, I have my tent I have my my kitchen I have everything with me and I can sleep everywhere where where I want. Yeah. When it's not uh, when it's danger, uh, the only places in the big cities I don't sleep in my tent because it's a little bit dangerous. 
So when I when I go um, from city to city, uh, there it's most between two hundred and four hundred kilometers, and um, in between I, I I sleep in the in the landscape. Sometimes I have really nice time alone, in the mountains or with the stars, and it's quiet. Nobody's around, or I find a family and they invite me to sleep in the garden and. I I I um, learn the local people really good with my bike. This is one part of the biking too. It's really really uh, um, you you get to the people they live here. Yes, and the culture is really different than in Europe. So <laughs> it's really uh, nice. They um, they're really really f friendly, and I'm lucky that I can speak Spanish a little bit. Because when you don't can speak Spanish, it's going to be harder. I have here one of the best time of my life. So it's so, so, so interesting and funny with some, some, sometimes you don't meet nobody. And, and one time everything comes on one day, <laughs> one day. <laughs> so it's really, really nice to travel in South America. And they have a lot of um, tourists. A lot of young people and it's so fun, it's so fun, yes. I still remember the moment I met Stephen very clearly. I had just checked into a hostel in Santa Cruz in Bolivia and sat down to have a drink and have a chat with some of the people staying there. And then I noticed this guy sitting alone at one of the tables who looked quite upset and a bit confused. I walked up to him. He introduced himself as Stephen and told me about what had just happened to him right after his arrival. And I don't think anyone could have predicted the chain of events that followed. And I came here in a, in a really good hostel and I, I put my bike in the, in, the log, in, the, in the hostel inside. I locked it up and I went to go shower and I, did, I didn't lock it on a... On a on something, I only I only locked my my bicycle up, and um, I went to shower. My I, so in the shower I don't had a good feeling about this because it was near of the entrance, and the woman told to me it's really secure. So I came back and my bike was not not there anymore. So it was in the space of an hour. No, no, it was about fifteen minutes. 50 minutes that you were taking the shower and it was yes, done. Yes, yes. I went fast ah. in back because I don't have a good feeling about this and someone take my bike. So I was really fucked up and shocked because I, I drive now um, the whole way up here. In the whole, I made 8,000 in Europe and now 7,000 here. So I have about 10,000, uh, 15,000 kilometers with this bike. It's, uh, it's, um, yeah, it's like a, f um, a girlfriend from mine, <laughs> my bike. <laughs> so it has a personality and I, yeah, I, did, I didn't, I didn't believe what's going on. And I, uh, I was really sad, sad, sad. We went um, um, in, ho in the whole city searching for this for this man because he's from Ecuador, and we have his passport. We have um, 
we have his um, the video from the hostel. We have yeah, we have you, a lot of information from him, and how did, how did you we how know did, that he's a traveler too? Yeah. Too yes. How did you? How did that come to be? Like, how did you get all that information? I mean, the video that was a video camera, of yeah. course, but the rest, like, how did it, so how did it come to be? He books his hostels in e-bookers, and he he booked in um, in this hostel, but he came here and he went to the reception and say to the woman, "I don't can pay now." So the woman said, "No, you don't can come in this hostel when you don't pay now, because this is is a traveler. He don't has money and he's stealing everywhere in every hostel. He's stealing the people." So he went out again and he see my bike and he takes it with him. Mm-hmm. Yes, and we went to go to other hostels and we find out that he stole in six other different hostels in this in in santa cruz he steal from other people so other people have the same problem like me he steal a lot of telephones clothes shoes um, different stuff so i find other people um, in the city um, in the bike shop a woman helped me and write to um, el union de bicicletas de bicicletas that's a group there are about three thousand people they uh, work for um, uh, finding bikes who get stolen in the city and they make a, a bicycle revolution. So the president came and... The president of the organization. The, yeah, of the organization, yes. This is Santiago and we talked together and we started a really big um, thing here. It's inc- incredible. So, so they it was were, really with him that you worked out this whole thing that happened basically. yes yeah yes and they helped me so they they want to help me um i i got i am the next morning i don't sleep well i stand up and i uh, was really sad and 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 angry and really angry and then i i got a lot of energy in my head y este, uh, yeah. desde dónde venís, contanos un poco, Andrés, para que te conozcamos. Hola amigos, yo soy Esteban. Eh, por favor, ayudarme, eh, roban mi bicicleta ayer en este en un hostel. Agradecer, pedí una vez más, por favor, a los chicos para que te ayuden a encontrar tu bicicleta. Yo no entiendo mi español, es no muy bueno, pero perdóname. Ya, yeah. you have to say something for the people that have to help you to find your bike, please. Yeah, um, thank you very much when, when, you, when you see this man and when you can say something about him, I would be really happy to, to, uh, to, to, to drive further on with my bicycle because I love my bike. Yeah. And thank you when you help me, you, are, you, you would be so nice. Thank you, thank you. Muy, muy bueno cuanto ayudan me. Gracias, gracias. So they phoned a lot of TVs the most biggest TV of um, Bolivia and and other um, other TV stations too they came in the hostel and we and we made interviews and on the next day it exploded 
Él es Steven Belti, un joven ciclista de Suiza que tiene el sueño de recorrer el mundo en su bicicleta. Cuando ya ha recorrido más de la mitad de su propósito, su sueño para llegar a nuestro país. Esta es la historia de un ciudadano suizo que le robaron su bicicleta en un hostal ubicado en la zona de la terminal. ¿Qué sucede este hecho? ¿Usted dónde se encontraba en el momento que sustraen su bicicleta? No entiendo eso. ¿Dónde estaba? We went to three studios in the city and we talked talked about what I say in the in the in the television and and it worked out with this tactic. Yes, I say it to uh, in the news. I have like uh, my favorite uh, word is mi mi cuerpo es acá, pero mi corazón es con mi bicicleta. <laughs> mi cuerpo, mi sí, mi cuerpo es acá, pero mi corazón es con mi bicicleta. Uh, like my my body is here, but 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 my but but my heart is with my bicycle, and we gave my bicycle a name. Uh, my bicycle, the name of my bicycle is Amy. And and I I always say I I uh, miss my Amy. Amy Z. Did you already have the name beforehand? No, we we made this name because I went to the to the to the to the television. Yeah, and they to said that you make a name. Yeah, to make the the story a little bit more in, intense. Because I want to find my bike, so yeah. <laughs> I want to find. The people here in Bolivia, they love this stuff, this with with heart, with 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 um, missing. And when you listen to the music, it's the same. They always have corazón, uh, heart. And when you and when you make uh, like a like a story like this, it I think it's really interesting for the people. This this um, story is spreading out in the in whole Bolivia. Um, I, I, in the internet, it, there are uh, more than hundred thousand um, looks on my um, on my videos, on my um, on my um, stuff that I that I write inside the, the the Facebook. This is the page from the Unión de Bicicleta. Unión de Bicicleta. Yeah. Yes. Y la Unión de Ciclistas, Jorgino y Santiago, muy grande. And um, I had about 15 other interviews in the, in the street. 15. Yes, it's it's incredible. It's incredible in front of the police. Every time about three TV stations come um, um, on the in the in the in the central. About 100 bicycle people came for me, and we made a, a demonstration for not not only for me. We made a demonstration for. Uh, to, to make more um, bicycle ways in the city. I went to the to the to the government too, and we made photos with people from the government and political people. They are talking in the they are talking in the television too about this story, because um, I think they are um, they want to get um, more points in the when the people are vote them because they are voting in a few days i think so the story is good uh, for them too and they are talking in the television about this and i got already uh, three bikes they want to uh, give me a free uh, really nice bike yeah, yeah one one man of the government too uh, he and uh, other man he lives here 
Um, sí, uh, gracias a Jorge, el um, dar a mí su bicicleta por esta ciudad. Es muy lindo, un trek. But it's not a bike for touring. It's it's not. Uh, it's only it's mountain bike, and it's not. Uh, I I want to wait first till Monday. And so now it's it was on the last Sunday. Now it's Friday. I want to wait till Monday till um, if my bike comes back. My Amy. <laughs> my Amy. <laughs> my Amy. <laughs> And, and it's really crazy what happened. So I'm yeah, happy I, I, about I, all this help. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, it's also crazy in a way that you have normal people that are not, you know, didn't know you before and they're not related to the situation and they're yes. willing to give up their bike mm -hmm. to give it to you. Yes. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. But there are most people from the from the bigger, higher level, they have more money. Because there are a lot of poor uh, people here in uh, Santa Cruz too, mm -hmm. so I get um, good contact with people. They uh, are in higher in the politics and everything like that. Oh, Only, about my bike. <laughs> Only about my bike. It's, when you think about it, it's almost stupid. It's really strange. It's really yeah. strange. <laughs> The whole city knows me now. I'm only three days here, and a lot, a lot of people they know me. It's incredible. <laughs> I don't can believe what happened. It's um, unbelievable, and um, yeah, of course, a lot of women want to know me too in the city. A lot of beautiful women. So <laughs> that's a cr crazy what happens with my telephone already. Every hour I have about 200 new um, ma mails, um, Whatsapp. <laughs> but, but it's... Hey, ah. Santiago! During his time in Santa Cruz, Stephen was constantly busy. So busy, I even had trouble scheduling an interview with him. I ended up having to book an extra day at the hostel just so I could record the interview. And, funnily enough, in the middle of our conversation, Stephen got a call from Santiago, the president of the Unión de Bicicletas. Santiago told him that he should come to the police station as soon as possible, but luckily we did not have to stop the interview and could still finish talking. Okay, super. Okay, bye-bye. Do we need to stop? Yeah, now... No, no. Okay. How what? Do I said, do we need to stop? Because you also need to go at some point, right? Yes, I have to go now to the police. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's incredible what happens here. Nos encontramos en la policía turística haciendo las primeras denuncias para solucionar el tema del robo de la bicicleta. The police is not so. They say they they make something and. We, but I think we. I go tomorrow again to the television, and then they make more pressure. And I go now again to the police and make more pressure. The commandant of the police, he came personality to me, and we and we made an interview because it, everything was in the television. So, um, and he said in front of all the people there and all the police, to this man, you don't have to. He don't has to pay you to. To, to get this bike back and uh, to get and uh, to catch this man so um, 
here in uh, Santa Cruz, when you have a problem with the police, you always have to pay them. It's like, uh, yeah, that is like that in South America. They don't do nothing when you don't pay them. So they are not so motivated about this because I don't pay them. And when the chief is not around, they don't do nothing and they're not interested in this. So we have to do it on our, on our, on our, our own um, way. You have to search yourself because the police, they don't do a lot. I, the hotel, the hotel uh, manager from here, he, he, he told me on the first day when the bike gets stolen, um, I say to him, let's go to the police. And he said, no, Stephen, we don't go to, to, to the police. Nothing is going to happen. We have to do this also at home. And we went out and searched and we searched for him in, in the whole city. So um, here you don't can uh, go to the police when you have a problem, mm. like uh, like a bike or something. Yes, yeah. it's not worth it. Yeah. All, only when you have money you can pay them, and then they they um, they lift their ass. Assholes. And. This man, he, I think he's, he's hiding now, he's, he's really feared because it's in every television and in some televisions it came three days in one day, uh, mm. the, same, the same report and it's really crazy. So um, we have to find him, but he knows it now and it's going to be hard, it's going to be hard, yes, it's not yeah. going to be easy. How is how's the progress right now and like how do you see the chances of actually finding him? Like have there, have there been, has there been a lot of progress so far? I don't think so that we are going to find him now because he's al alarmed and he's going to hide really good because he's a professional and um, he don't do this the first time. He, this is his work. He, he steals everywhere this, this, this Batman. Obviously, it's terrible that you might get stolen. Yes. It's a very bad thing. Yeah, I'm sad now too, but... But in a way, also happy, no? Yes. Everything what, what came back on me was, was only helping good people, good contacts. Um, it was really, yeah, nice, nice. Really nice to see how the people are when, when you do something with them and when you talk with them. They help you like crazy, yeah. And and why do you think this story? Like as you said, it's a bit stupid because it's your bike that was stolen. Why do you think that story blew up so much? Why do you think it got so big in the end? Yeah, because I have to. I I was lucky. I find the right people, and um, they made a really big uh, story about this. And they are like a they're like a machine with with their telephones. They, they made so much um, marketing. I was, I was in, uh, um, I'm in the, in the newspaper and two about three times. And they, and they make in their um, free time, they are writing to the newspaper, they are going to the politics, they are going to the government, they are going everywhere spreading this story around. Only two, two friends of mine that, that I have here now, this is Santiago and Giorgino. And they are like a machine together. 
mm. they are going they are they are making crazy stuff it's yeah it's all it's all, it only happened about them because when i don't have these people on my side it's not gonna it's not this 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 story not not gonna happen like this yes and do you think it also has something to do with you being being obviously a tourist like a stranger that comes here yeah i'm from swiss and they always say, tell this i think that a lot of people they are fan from switzerland and when someone is from swiss they are oh he's from swiss and like that i don't know and they are really personal um uh, they they don't want that something like that happens in their city yeah they are personal with the story Um, mon on Monday, Tuesday, I want to go with a new bike. I can get a new bike, uh, perhaps tomorrow. And um, um, we are gonna. A lot of bike bikers are gonna come to uh, to the hostel, um, and they're gonna um, bike with me to the to the to the end of the city, to the border of the of Santa Cruz, and and. And perhaps the television is going to drive with us too. So this is going to be a, a, the end of the story then, because then I go further on. Aprovechando para saludarlo, para invitarlo al paseo que estamos organizando por la despedida de Stevens. I came here, I was really sad, I was on the bottom after two days. It this this story exploded and the whole city knows me now and it's incredible what happens in in this part of my holiday because I go further on and and but I'm never gonna forget Santa Cruz never never <laughs> this is unbelievable. Also, yo salir a Peru después de La Paz. Pero mi corazón es siempre en Bolivia porque mi Amy es también en Bolivia. Yo pienso eso. I tried contacting Stephen again to check on how he is doing, but I couldn't reach him. Apparently, his phone got stolen later on during his trip. I know he did end up buying a new bike. He left Santa Cruz with an entire convoy of cyclists, an event that was broadcasted on Bolivian TV, giving his surreal experience a worthy ending. Whether he ended up making it to Alaska, well, I don't know. But I'd like to imagine that he is still traveling somewhere with his new bike, cycling from one town to the next. This was part four of Crossroads. Music was produced and recorded by Dylan Younglut and me, as always. And if you're interested, check out Dylan's band Nairobi Golf Kid. Thank you to Steven for the interview, as well as the Union de Bicicletas for letting me use the audio of their Facebook videos. Crossroads is part of Student Radio Maastricht, a platform for interested students to produce audio podcasts as easily as possible. If you want to hear more from them, 
Please like Student Radio Maastricht on Facebook and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. To end this episode, I'd like to leave you with a little audio clip. It's from a Facebook video of the Union de Bicicletas. In the video, Stephen is filming while cycling up a road on his new bike. And he passes a sign saying, Amy Ville. He's speaking Spanish. But even if you don't understand it, just listen to how happy he sounds. Todos amigos de Santa Cruz, a ver. Amy Ville. <laughs> Qué oscuro. Soy arriba. Muy, muy bien. Muy feliz. A ver. El lago. Qué bueno. Santiago, Giorgino, vienen a La Paz por hacer una grande fiesta. <ríe> Opa. Increíble arriba acá. Qué bueno. Chao amigos.